0: You, you was playing Call of Duty, wasn't you? Yeah. See, see, I, I saw it. I saw it. Soon was when I was playing Call of Duty. I saw you playing Call of Duty, and I was like, "Now watch." When I get off play Call of Duty show, he's not gonna pick up. I knew it, because <laughs> you're my brother, and I, I beginning to know y'all motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, sir. I can still feel love. You feel it? I can still
1: feel the love. I can still feel love. Feel the a lot of things. We not worried about no other niggas. We the mother niggas. You bust down a roller, I bust down a brick. Then I flooded, nigga. Yeah. I am not too big compared to you rappers. Easy does it, nigga. I am more easy. You trying your best to become me, nigga. She like them bottles with bubbles in it. Okay. Buy her low heavy and other linen. Why would I wait when there's other women? Why would I hate we in love with women? Oh, buy her bundles, fly her out. Bring a friend, I try her out. Ain't no worries finding out. The details as I in doubt. Easily they plays along, hoping that I play a song. Love to fuck this crap music. Dope money just came
0: along. I just had to let that run. I just had to let that run right quick. Okay, okay, all right, all right. One, two, one, two, one, two. It is another episode of Two Dope Smunks from Cali. My name my is boys Nage. in Cali's now. <laughs> Wait, my boys in Cali now. Yeah, I know, man. My name is nudge. And it's your boy CJ. Yeah, man. First, first time we we, we got it right this time. We got it right. Yeah, we're actually on time. That's funny. We are on time. Got it all right. Well, let's let's keep this thing rolling. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, this is another episode of Two Dose Marks. We are on episode eighteen. We legal. Oh
1: shit, we can buy. We we can't. Yeah, we we can buy cigarettes now. Right? No, that's twenty one now. No. Where, where where you gotta buy cigarettes for twenty one at? Ain't that? In, I think in New York City it's twenty one, though. I'm not. I might be wrong about that. At five. True. I mean, you could still, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm, that's a lot. Of, I could be wrong. But I mean, somebody let us know. know. Somebody that's let it. us know. We need. We need somebody to let us know that. I mean, you See? already know how it is, though. At episode fifteen, we could have told Poppy at the store, at the bodega, sell us a Lucy, and he'd have been He'd have been with it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But it is episode eighteen. We could buy cigarettes or blunts or whatever. Um, if you're in Canada, congratulations. Weed is legal. And if you're 18, you can buy weed. And they can really enjoy the show. They could really enjoy the show. Uh, but yeah, man, we are here. And um, in... I don't even know how to start the show. How do we use I feel like I, I lost. I forgot how to start the show now. Goodness gracious. <laughs> I mean, do you want to? I mean, we could start off by talking about wrestling. That's First off, how are you doing, sir? How are you doing?
1: Um, I've had a fucking day, bro. I've had a day. Corporate CJ had a lot of business meetings today, and a lot of you know things that pertain to the nine to five because you know this is this is you know what we love to do, but of course doesn't pay the bills quite yet. So we have to have day jobs and shit like that. We have to put on the, the suit and tie and. Go work for corporate America, which is a fucking shit show. But you know, it it is what it is. You take it with a grain of salt, and you know, keep it moving. So long day, but you know, looking forward to you know next next weekend. I have the weekend off, so that'll be cool. Ooh, yeah, Hey, Your boys, your boys got out here getting weekends off now and shit, man. Should just, should just. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. I like that. How's Cat treating you though, bro? I feel like you know, it's been it's only been a couple of days, but. It's been, it's been an eventful couple of days for you, I feel like.
0: Uh, we survived. We survived our trip. Um, we got to California. And, uh, yo, man, it's been good, man. It's been cool. Um, do I even have to ask how the weed is? <laughs> <laughs> do you even have to ask? No, but I'll tell you anyway. Um, <laughs> the weed is good, man. Uh, of course, uh, I hit up the dispensary as soon as I got there, uh, um
1: before the supermarket.
0: Only, I've only went to one. I've only went to one dispensary. Um and I pretty much fell in love with it as soon as I walked in. That might be my number one joint, but that's like kinda like upscale and high class type shit. But um I might have to go to like the you know, the hood shits. Right. Um and uh but it's just so many, man. It's just so like you, they got delivery, they got it, it's crazy, man. But um I bought some yeah, jet man, fuel. You can get an eighth delivered like Yeah, you can get an eighth delivered like a pizza. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: lit, man. It's lit. It's cool, man. It's cool, man. It's cool. See, like, that is what I, like, dream about. Like, I dream of, like, just opening an app. Like, you know, the Domino's app? Like, yo, let me get an A for, like... Well, you got... Well, just do it on Weed Maps. See?
0: Wait a minute. There's an app called Weed Maps. Yeah, called Weed Maps. It tells you, like, every dispensary everywhere. And it tells you about, like, every strain, every strain they got, every strain they're gonna get, every strain they've had before specials all types of shit man but it's only in Cali
1: though what but weed maps no man weed maps is
0: everywhere that where weed is legal man what? yes how the fuck do you know about this why how have you not known about this this that's the crazy
1: part yo i feel like i just i like i feel like i just found out what google is like how the fuck did i know about weed
0: maps i don't know man but uh nicks one yesterday Nick's tape till it fucking breaks. One and
1: zero, and that means we can undefeated. We undefeated, baby. We going to the chip. <laughs> I don't care. I am running with that fucking. We we running with that narrative, motherfucker. For the season, we are undefeated. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, LeBron, plays yeah. Seven... Fucking... LeBron plays the night at
0: seven. LeBron plays the night at seven thirty. You know, so uh, that's gonna be exciting. Seven thirty over there. Seven thirty. Yeah, seven thirty over here. Ten thirty over there for y'all. <laughs> uh, that's been the biggest thing. Uh, I wake up like eight nine o'clock now, all the time. When it's really so, crazy. when it's really like eleven twelve over there, so like my body is like, yo, it, it's late. It's eleven. It's time you got bed. But my mind's like, please give me another hour of sleep.
1: That must suck. Yeah, that's crazy,
0: man. Um, but I think by like next week. I should be out of that, but other than that, you know, it's been cool, man. It's been cool. I've been having fun. I've been having fun. Um, uh, I finally tried that Action Bronson uh, Seven Thousand beer, and that is delicious. You gotta try that. All my all my but... beer snobs, all my craft beer drinkers out there, make sure you find that Stillwater Artisanal Action Bronson Collab Um Seven Thousand. It's real good, man. Um, it was like five dollars a can and uh twenty dollars for the for the four pack. Um, uh, but yeah, it's definitely worth it. It's kind of Not Not expensive, but definitely worth it. But, um, now we've got the pleasantries out the way. Uh, let's get into some business. Where do you want to start at?
1: Well, we got the, we got the, what you call it. We got the, uh, format. format. Let's just, let's run run with it. All right. So, um. Ronda, Ronda Rousey.
0: Yeah, man. So, um, Monday Night Raw happened. Um, and, well, I, I mean, I didn't get to watch a little bit of it. I didn't get to watch it as much as I wanted to, um. But uh, what happened though? Uh, Rhonda spit that uh, that that real talk.
1: To, uh, uh, Rhonda came through with that ether. <laughs> yeah, to make make your soul burn slow. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, it was it definitely wasn't a lie. Yeah,
0: it, I mean, the the Bellas have this narrative right now talking about they started <laughs> the illusion. And uh, and they basically called Ronda do nothing bitch or DNB. Um, they Nikki Bella listed off like a game verse of people who she's wrestled <laughs> against. <laughs> like she dropped so many names, I was like, "Yo, it was it, crazy." But it, but
1: also it was just like, "Damn, she's wrestled that many people." So I mean. I had, um, I mean that's something that I think we overlook as a wrestling community. You know what I'm saying? The Bellas have been around for a while. And uh Nikki has has she's been she's been in a match or two throughout her career. Like, my you know thing I mean? is this been...
0: I think that the Bellas are responsible for a certain time in wrestling. Like they, they definitely like kind of legitimize the diva, you know. They came in with, it like, the, where it was just, like, where it was really bathroom break until, like, it got to, like, oh, it ain't such a bathroom break no more. But I wouldn't credit they, them. They made, they made Divas profitable.
1: They made Divas a household name. I really feel like they made Divas a household name because, I wouldn't like, credit them, them of, like, I wouldn't credit them as I would credit, you know, Paige and fucking... AJ Lee, like you know, what no, I mean, th- those, those are the girls. No, I'm talking,
0: no, I'm talking about the, I'm talking about as far as divas being like in the spotlight, like as far as you know, the spotlight. Not, not as far as wrestling goes. As far as the spotlight, like, I remember when I saw the Bellas in the Trey Songs video, and I was like, yo, word, right? We got, we got the Bella, the Bella Twins in Calvin Klein underwear and bras, uh, lifting weights with with Trey Songs. That's interesting. <laughs> You know, it okay. then total it then total the Bellas happened and then total the Divas happened, and you know I just really think like they made a cultural change for the WWE. They made them more like, I guess, more human until okay. a, a certain point. I, well, but okay, as far I, as wrestling, as far as wrestling, I'm gonna give that to females like Paige and AJ Lee and the Horsewomen, uh, the WWE for Horsewomen, um, that whole thing. Um, oh, but also they should definitely um. These girls been wrestling, man. You you can't have you can't we can't talk about them without talking about people of the past. You know, like Mickie James, like you know, even Sable, even you know you had Jazz out there throughout the the time on television. Divas have been wrestling, you know, here and there. You know, Molly Holly, you know, Lita, China, Trish Stratus. Those battles, like good battles, but after a while, it just became more of a. um a talent search, a model search, the next, you know, the next pretty face for a while. You feel me?
1: Right.
0: And and the Bellas, I think the Bellas definitely kind of, like, gave that, you know, that face, you know, to be out in front, you know, as far as, you know, when you need promotion, those are, like, on the red carpets and stuff, you're going to send the Divas out there. You're going to send somebody like Nikki and Brie out there when they were single or whatever out there, you know, because they give the WWE a female face. But now you know, in light of everything, as far as this wrestling, this divas—I won't say divas revolution, but the women's revolution—you know, these girls out here, man, they—they they doing their thing. You know, props to them. I'm not taking nothing away from the Bellas. I'm not taking nothing away from Nikki, who I really believe that they broke that streak just to stick it to AJ Lee, um, just like how they stuck it to um, CM Punk with the whole Brock Lesnar thing, um, yeah. That's my thing about it. Um, do I
1: think... Uh, do you think it was...
0: Do you think that was scripted?
1: Uh, what was cryptic? The... Uh, the... Rhonda. I, I don't think it was cryptic. I honestly think it was more so... I'm not saying cryptic. I'm saying scripted. Excuse me. Oh, no. I, I definitely think that was probably scripted and, like, you know, given to her in the back, like, and she kind of probably had some influence on it and they probably kicked it around. But again, this is, you know, I'm I'm sticking to I'm sticking to my guns even from last episode. Nobody wants to see Nikki Bella in a fucking main event with Ronda Rousey at Evolution. No. Nah, like fam. you could have you could have booked that fucking main event 12 different ways with that with that roster right now. Facts.
0: I don't you know, know what like, I don't I, who knows what they're doing with this You could have
1: right literally now. put you could have put literally put anybody but the Bellas. Especially considering, you know, the 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 recent you know backlash that Bree is receiving over hurting people in the ring, like you know, it's it's just nobody it can, like. Our, we went through the card last time that we were talking. Yeah. Is Nikki Bella versus Ronda Rousey the match that you would choose to close out the show? Nah. Exactly. Um. Especially not with all the talent that are returning from injuries because. It looks like Sasha Banks is cleared. It looks like, uh, you know, Alexa Bliss is clear. It looks like all of these girls are clear to compete, and yet... Fully clear? Be... Alexa's fully clear now? It looks like she's... Because she's, I think she's scheduled to work some house shows this week or or this weekend. You know, it, it, it looks like she's fully clear. And okay. I'm just saying that for sake of argument, but the point being that, you know, you fucking... You have a roster as deep as you do. That you have women constantly coming out of NXT, women constantly coming out of the, you know all of these other developmental territories, and you pick Nikki Bella as your fucking as your headliner. And like I said last show, Nia Jax didn't get her rematch. Exactly. Nia, I mean, she didn't get a proper rematch. She did get a rematch at Money in the Bank. It it wasn't. It, yeah, it, it, yeah. Ended up being you know. Alexa Bliss walking out with the fucking title but that's neither here nor there. The point is Nikki Bella, as much as the Bella twins have done for the like the, the women's culture and all of that shit we're talking about the first female all female pay-per-view they definitely could do a lot more they definitely could
0: do, do a lot more than this uh, women's battle royal which I'm hearing that they're gonna have uh, WWE Hall of Famer Alundra Blaze She's gonna be a part of the event. Um, and Molly Holly and Ivory is gonna have some involvement in
1: Evolution. I wish they show some love to Victoria, you know. You know. Yo, let me tell you something. Would you rather have it to where Ronda Rousey faces Nikki Bella, the current main event, or would you rather see Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte? You know what? I actually wouldn't mind seeing Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. I actually would. Or mind. would you rather see Ronda Rousey and Oscar?
0: I wouldn't mind seeing that with Oscar, but I'm, I'm honestly I'm kind of I want to see what's gonna happen with this whole Charlotte and uh, Becky thing. I feel like, I'm scared that they're gonna put the strap back on Charlotte. I'm just scared.
1: I don't think I don't think Alexis. I mean, um, Alexis um, Becky Lynch is doing way too well, and from you know a couple of dirt sheets and backstage reports, you know they're saying that Vince McMahon is really big on her. Yeah, like, man, loves what she's You're doing. telling everybody. Like, so to, I, do y'all promos and y'all shit like Becky? Yeah, like you know. And, and I'm not gonna lie. You know Becky, even on SmackDown, uh, what was it, the 1000th episode of SmackDown. Yeah, like about the segment yeah. She had with Edge. The segment she had with Edge was fire. I like flames,
0: Smackdown. flames, great heel, great <laughs> heel promo. Yo, told him, yo, man,
1: when she told him, "Don't break your neck," told him to watch his watch, neck as you um, walk out. Yo, I li- as you yo, walk out of my ring, like whoo. You know, the fucking Don DeMarco sound effect from the URL battles came on in the background. When she said that shit right in my living room. It was like Don DeMarco. Uh, you like, know what? Oh, Before man. Charlotte came out, I was like, yo, it'd be kind of hot if Beth Phoenix came out.
0: Yeah, that would have been sick. That would have been kind of hot. I mean, because Beth, I think Beth
1: could still go. The glamour's not know, still out here. Not for nothing. That segment really showed how great Edge was on the mic, yo. He still got it, bro. Yo, man, Edge was Edge was that
0: dude, man. Yo, I'm he was gonna talking, have a special place in my heart. He was
1: talking that talk, bro.
0: Edge is, Edge is top ten. Um, you can even put him. I mean, I put him at number six. He can he can sneak into that top five, man. And um, you know, as far as what? He can sneak in that top five, dog. He can All sneak
1: time? in that. He can sneak in that discussion. Was it thirteen times? Who Edge? I don't think he was a thirteen-time world champion. I think okay, Edge... well, all right, still twelve. So you saying twelve? He can't get a part of the session. Hold on, I'm, hold on. I got. I think I might have to fact check that because I don't know if he's even twelve. That was that was Seti that said he was a twelve-time world champion.
0: Where where is Seti? Seti, you are now on save-on duty. You are now our stat boy. <laughs> you, you now look up stats and anything that we fuck up on. Not Hold that no! I'll guy. tell you,
1: I'll tell you right now. Holy shit! What? He's an eleven overall. Edge is an eleven-time world champion. Okay, so Edge is in a discussion. You could put. Edge... I wouldn't put. I wouldn't put him in my top ten, but I would definitely say he's top twenty-five. What? Yeah, I don't. I don't think I could put Edge top ten, bro. I can name ten guys right now that you're gonna be like, yeah, I'll be Edge. Freestyle off the top of the head.
0: I'm not. I'm not gonna go there. That, that leads down exactly. It's exactly. gonna lead us down a
1: rabbit hole. I, I don't even want to. No, I don't want to get into that. Well, um, I'm not gonna say that. You know what I'm saying? Listen, that's not to say that Edge is not one of the greatest of all time. I really think he is. I actually got into an argument with a guy on Facebook on somebody else's post because he was like, Edge is meh. And he never really did nothing. Just let me just let him you and Eddie one of the greatest you
0: know. matches on SmackDown of all time. I will, I'll say one of the greatest matches on in WWE.
1: Absolutely, he has a few of them, but that's me. Th- this is what I was trying to read. I'm just talking about guy. singles. Like, I was yo, you ta- do. I didn't even want to get in the tag team. I was like, yo, listen, you do understand that this man is responsible for the success of the money in the bank ladder nice. match. Overall, ladder matches in general, TLC, like you know, Edge, yo, bro. Nobody was cashing in those money in the bank briefcases. How my man Edge was. He was doing it in the most controversial fashion. He didn't give a fuck if you just finished coming out of a six man uh, elimination chamber. He's, you know, he didn't care. He was the he. He literally got the name the ultimate opportunist for a reason. If you slipped up, if my man would have caught you coming out the bathroom after the bubble guts. Taking his shit. To- you with the roll up and he coming away with the championship. Like that's the type of dude edge was straight, ruthless. He ain't give a fuck. He can't care if he caught you walking home with your little girl, like with your little daughter from school. He was going to kick the daughter, hit you with a trash can. He, he, he was that kind of dude. Yo. That was, straight that was very descriptive.
0: Bro. Very descriptive.
1: I know. Right. I kind of went into super yeah. detail on that one, but it's like right, though. Cause that's the type of dude that edge was. And that's one of my favorite guys ever. So he brings that out of me. That being said, I don't think I can put them in the top ten though. But we go, we to keep, we go, keep, keep going. Okay. Well, um, what do you think about SmackDown 1000? 1K SmackDown 1000 was lit and trash at the same time.
0: Um, <laughs> I just love the um, I just love the evolution thing. I love the evolution. The thing. evolution
1: reunion was lit. Even though that was, were, that was definitely you could say they were a raw, they were a raw brand stable, even though. Hell yeah! They they, they they that was their SmackDown debut. They never wore on SmackDown. Um, not at least not as Evolution. Oh, uh, who else?
0: Uh, I liked the the Edge and what you call it. Um, I've, back, back then, yeah back and, in, and I yeah, felt, that uh, was Nakamura
1: dope. and uh, Ray needed a little bit more time. Yo, I didn't like how Undertaker came out and didn't let my man Ray get his shit off. Like you, that was a now we now that we getting into and we gonna we're we gonna go right back to shit that I said at a previous show. Pack Mark Calloway the fuck up, bro. You closed. It, you closed SmackDown 1000 with a five minute entrance, and this nigga cut a thirty second promo that was bullshit. Like, nah, that was a weak ending to a they show. They said uh, was there trapped. was time constraints.
0: Something happened with that. Uh, there was some time constraints. They don't know what went over, but there was a lot of things that was
1: cut. A lot of things that was supposed to happen, and Listen, it just
0: it just didn't get to happen. in
1: these positions, all these niggas that's booking this shit. I'm going to need you to put some respect on my man Ray's name, bro. He got slighted at all in. They had a fucking 10-minute match. Now my man, my man come back to SmackDown. It's supposed to be a big extravaganza. He don't even get to celebrate his win going into the World Cup because fucking Undertaker want to come out. Like, nah, bro. If anything, you celebrate by having Batista come back and embrace Ray, and I'd rather close the show like that. Well, and um... See, storied history between the two former tag team champions, former best friends. It remembers Eddie Guerrero. Important to the SmackDown culture, you want to know what's not important to the Smack culture? Undertaker wasting five minutes walking to the ring and saying that Sean Triple H are going to rest in peace in Saudi Arabia and then leaving. That's not important to SmackDown culture. Well, I,
0: I understand that you wanted a little bit more from that, but um, they said after that whole win from SmackDown 1000, Rey Mysterio is in line for a shot. At the US Championship, um, according to Mark Middleton of Wrestling Inc. Com, um, in Cincinnati around November twenty-fourth, it'll be Mysterio and Nakamura for the United States title match, uh for United States title, excuse me, at Starcade. It'll be the, oh. second so, um, uh, the second annual Starcade event. So um
1: the second annual Starcade event that nobody's gonna be able to see?
0: I don't yeah, nobody has it on they haven't announced if
1: this a year's edition of Starcade
0: is gonna air, but a little tidbit: The United States Championship is the one major title Mysterio has never held during his whole oh, WWE career. Oh, he's to Jericho, shit. Yeah. So, um, but it was a lot of it was it was a real big success when they had the first dark last year in Greensboro. Um, that was a house show that didn't air. Um, so hopefully they aired. I'd love to see it. They've been airing everything else, and they might air Crown Jewel.
1: Dum if it even
0: happens, I wish I had the, the whole the bow wow done. <laughs> that's the, that's might be, that that sound effect is top. Yo, <laughs> Crowns, I've never seen a, an event so like, like this shit got people wilding. Like people, it, people that ain't even marked, ain't even wrestling fans like, nah, fam, like don't have that there. It's it's, it's,
1: it's gotten the world divided right now, yo. I'm not going to lie. It's politically wrong. For WWE, a company that is, you know, so politically, uh, how would you say, politically uh, inclined, if you will. You know, they've done the tribute to the troops. They're always, you know, they did that for numerous years going out to, you know, Iraq and Afghanistan, all these different places. For them to move forward with this, it's kind of like, yo, what are y'all doing right now?
0: I think it's because I I don't want to say it's the
1: the bag. We all know it's the bag, but yo, y'all got to, like, can't y'all have it, like, right outside of Saudi Arabia? I
0: mean, the fans booed uh, when when Crown Jewel was mentioned. It was... um... Also gotta t- ask you a quick question from is going back to the evolution thing. But um they booed whenever it was mentioned, and um there was a lot of talk saying that like I mean I feel like WWE has gone too far, like it's to a point of no return, man. Um they were supposed to pay Shawn Michaels two to three million for this match. Three million. Three
1: million for this match. Brock Lesnar is getting three million and Undertaker is getting two million.
0: Yeah. Of course, you know, Undertaker, if you tell Undertaker, like, yo, Crown Jewel ain't gonna happen. Undertaker,
1: like, thank God, I need to rest some more.
0: But Sean, oh,
1: no. there's reports that are saying that regardless of if Crown Jewel happens or not, The Undertaker is prepared to do whatever WWE wants him to do. Yeah, and
0: I don't think Sean and, you know, Brock gonna be too. Nah.
1: And that could even throw the whole
0: WrestleMania 25, 35, excuse me, 35 plans that they had for Sean Michaels in jeopardy this was supposed see, to be a long run of the whole
1: Shawn Michaels is back program see but not for nothing and this is, this is the problem that I have with all of this yes I do want to see Shawn Michaels wrestle again yes I would like to see Shawn Michaels wrestle at Wrestlemania I don't it shouldn't be this big of a fucking liability though You understand what I'm saying? Like, yo, the roster is so deep that whether or not Shawn Michaels can wrestle at WrestleMania or not shouldn't define how great WrestleMania is. WrestleMania of the past, it didn't matter. Like, yo, do people that Al Snow wrestled at WrestleMania? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Christian, Big Boss Man, Road Dog, the mid guys really got like full length matches and got to shine at Wrestlemania and that's something that Wrestlemania of recent years has been missing now that being said WWE you got a probably over a hundred wrestlers on your roster right now you mean to tell me that you would rather have guys left off the show completely than instead of featuring matches with guys like Rusev featuring matches with you know the new day like all of these other people had to do, had to put together a whole campaign just to be featured in a WrestleMania match. You're talking about guys who are arguably one of the top five tag teams in the world right now. And they're left off WrestleMania? For the sake of having Shawn Michaels, who has had numerous WrestleMania moments, but that ship has gone. You have. Undertaker coming out every year and he's fucking had horrible matches the past couple of months. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you're sacrificing quality product just for the sake of drawing a, a you what you think is drawing because these guys aren't even putting on great matches and that's what... Outside wrestling, wrestling, Huh? Outside Triple H. Outside of Triple H. Triple H is probably the only one that can still put on a great match. He's in great shape. Triple H looks like... For another three, four, maybe even five years. But that's neither here nor there. You keep bringing in these guys like Brock Lesnar, who really doesn't give a fuck about wrestling. You keep giving, like, you know, The Undertaker. Uh, you know, you're, now you're bringing in Shawn Michaels. With Shawn Michaels, that's a great area because I really do that, but that's neither here nor there. Point being, WrestleMania is fucking five to six hours anyway. And the card doesn't reflect how great the roster and talent in that locker room is when you have fan, when you have fans who are going online and doing mock cards and you no know, you know uh fantasy booking if you will and the event absolutely looks better than what wwe is coming up with that's a problem
0: well Vince, well um shaming man said on the radio on a radio interview that his his son's text Vince, and be like yo, the shit's whacking. and he don't care. So if Vince don't care about what his grandsons
1: think. What makes you think he care about what we think? And yo, but but, but but that that's the problem though. And a perfect but, a perfect example of that it's actually on the docket right now for us to discuss is this fucking Evolution Battle Royal. Why is it that fucking Nikki Bella is in the main event and the card is very thin in certain places, and you have talent? in a battle royal like it makes no it makes lot it literally makes no sense you know what a battle royal screams out we'll do that creative doesn't have anything for you guys we don't have any matches so we're just gonna throw you all in there together so you get some tv time yeah that's exactly what's going on that's that's exactly what a battle royal is and it's a damn shame that you have one evolution like it's It's not to say that every woman, you know what I'm saying, shouldn't get their opportunity for TV time. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, in this battle royal is definitely some talent that should be having their own matches. Mm. Over people like Nikki Bella. Right, I feel you. If it's a wrestling show, do you really care to see Nikki Bella wrestle? Or would you rather see somebody like Sasha Banks or Bayley or one of those people wrestle?
0: I even think that the Ryan Squad should get in. I think the iconic. I think the iconic should get some shine. Um, There's a lot. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Um, hell, even even Sonya the villain Mandy Rose, like give them some shine. Um, Exactly. It's it's
1: just more deserving at the end of the day. Like,
0: I think it's just crazy. Um, I wanted to give you some numbers. WWE is estimated to lose if they pull out. Um. Sixteen million dollars. Sixteen? Yes.
1: Only sixteen million.
0: If they were to move out of the country, it could cause a two million to three million hit to fourth quarter cash flow. Um were the company to go beyond the crown crown jewel event and walk away from the ten year multi-platform partnership, the hit to the twenty nineteen operating income would range from twelve million to sixteen million. You know, and like you know, like you're about to say. It's not an inconsequential number, but it's, you know, but far less impactful than, you know, you know, what the WWE's new contracts with networks like Fox, you know?
1: Exactly. I, I was just about to say that. Like, I mean, you said it very, very, very well, <laughs> but um, it, it's, it's not going to make them or break them to walk away from this. No. I will say this. I'm going to go on record and say this. right. But, now. you know,
0: this, like we're looking at this because, you know, we don't have, Sixteen million dollars. So we're like, oh, they just got a billion dollars, billion dollars from Fox. They could lose sixteen million, but you know, I mean, I don't
1: know, man. It's
0: it's definitely um,
1: I is sixteen million gonna bring back the fucking Pyro? No, we're never. I don't think we're ever gonna get the Pyro back, man. If sixteen million brings back Pyro, I'm with it. Do it in, do it in Saudi Arabia right now.
0: Nah, they'll just have pyros to celebrate the event. Make it like pyro how they did for, happen again, like how they did for Greatest Showdown, like after the uh, the certain matches, like the the Undertaker match. And I think for um, I think Buddy Murphy got got a pyro when he won.
1: Wrestlers think, need pyro,
0: bro. Yeah, man. Cause seeing Edge come out and SmackDown. I was, just, I was just
1: yo, that's how you, my brother, bro. I was just thinking come out and smack that 1,000. They didn't even no have to smoke for my man. They no pyro and no smoke, bro. That shit looks so trash.
0: Yeah, and they still never even... Well, do we have an a explanation? It's money cost, right? I guess. That's what they, said, say.
1: they said it was budget cuts at the time.
0: Okay. Um. So, you NXT know what? happened. Think... Huh? NXT happened. Oh, NXT to... is... Yeah. NXT is uh the a show the VA show the a show um Nikki finally told Alistair black who did it and nobody knows and nobody knows well we know we know but <laughs> we we know we heard the uh there's a little spoiler that's out
1: right a little bit of there's a little bit of a little bit of revealing going on uh, yeah
0: so, um, and when y'all, when y'all see that, man, when,
1: when y'all, y'all find see it, out, when y'all find out the fucking truth,
0: but it's something that we, we put out there that could happen. It's something right. that we put out there. Um, I think it's, it's kind of cleverly done. Um, my only thing, man, from this whole thing, um, and I think I tweeted this last night or this morning. I think this whole angle with you know with Nikki Cross, how he's kind of like controlling her, how she like she only like he's he like she only kind of responds to him. Yeah, um, I think it's cool and all, but I really feel like it. This whole thing should have been at the expense of the Bianca Belair and Nikki Cross program because. They gave a hell of a match last night on NXT. That was Ended. a hell of a match. They did. That was a great match, and they have great chemistry together. And I love, I like seeing them together. And I love, you know, somebody was saying that um, Bailey and Sasha, the Iron Man match is one of the, the best female matches in WWE, or one of the best matches in WWE. I think gives them an extended program, gives them something like a. Maybe an Iron man, I won't say an Iron Man match. I would want to see the Iron Man match. But like seeing them like something like a Hell in a Cell or you know, Last Woman Stand or something, that I think they could put the, you know, they can uh put on a show. I mean, they've already been out to the crowd and everything and been doing some crazy stuff, slamming each other, excuse me, slammed each other through tables and went through the banister, I think, one time. Let them work, man. And Bian- Bianca Belair, man, I've, I've been telling y'all, she's a great worker. She's doing her thing. Great. Right. What do you think?
1: Um, I think I think it's time to move Bianca Bel- Belair uh, from the whole Nikki Cross or- ordeal. I think it's time for her to really, you know, really get into a rivalry with somebody who can work, somebody who can. out the best if you notice every every female talent in NXT always has that one rivalry that brings out like the best of them. Like we saw it with Ember Moon and Asuka. We saw it with you know Sasha Banks and Charlotte. We saw it with even Bailey and Asuka. Like you know like we just we saw it multiple times. Like there's always that one rivalry that's the true test for the female talent. I think it's time to start progressing uh Bianca Belair towards that. But who, um, who are you going to have her face? Candice LaRae, she's already beat Candice LaRae. Exactly. I mean, you know, I don't think Shayna is... I don't think Shayna's getting called up right now. I think we might We might get the I beginning Shayna, of the four horse women feud. I think I think Shayna is... Or even, you know, maybe she doesn't need to start a rivalry. Maybe she goes on to become that dominant force in the women's division. We saw it with Asuka. We saw it with Shayna. Like, you know, maybe she becomes that powerhouse that nobody can beat for some strange reason. And then, you know, I mean, but neither that. That's needless to say. Um, I did, I did dig the whole Alistair Black and uh, Nikki Cross, you know, horrible whole ordeal. Um... And especially, you know, the reaction after she told him, he, he was fucking pissed off. Um, I'm, I'm hoping at some point, Velveteen Dream is able to capture the NXT Championship because it's looking like my man is gonna get slighted. And now I kind of don't know where they're going with this. Like Gargano's I, gonna go. Gar, I mean, not Gargano, but
0: when this I. If this happens, if if they're gonna give Dream a a program with Champa or whatever, I think Champa's gonna go over. Okay, and that's the thing.
1: It's like all right, Champa's Dream...
0: just that. is just that monster heel that's become a an avalanche in NXT. Like his he's hillway, his hill way his heel ways have even out surpassed Undisputed Era, which. Now they're full strip of Bobby Fish back, and oh my gosh, he looks crazy since coming mm-hmm.
1: back. Um, I, mean, know, I don't know, man. I honestly don't know what the because I mean, all right, Ciampa becoming champion, it was kind of a slap in the face to Gargano because Gargano's ultimate goal was to become NXT champion, but now you have Ciampa facing Velveteen Dream, and you know. Gargano's working in other programs that we're not gonna just, you know. Um he he has his own plans and his own thing going on. It's like, so what the fuck, you know, like what's gonna happen with Ciampa even even after this whole building thing? Like, you know, like what's the what's the old goal with this thing?
0: I Don't know, and that's gonna be the interesting thing. And I think with NXT, we always have these kind of questions like, where is this gonna go? And it kind of like sells, it always settles itself out very well you know, in, in their uh takeovers. So, right. war games, you know, we'll get you know answers to certain stories and we'll see the direction to where it goes. So, we'll definitely see what happens with this whole war games thing. Um, so that's gonna be crazy. Um, also, uh, oh, so, uh Today they announced they, they finally did their reveal with uh with Big Daddy H taking this picture with his uh his new batch of kids. Mm-hmm. Uh Matt Riddle, Mia Yim. I would say Mia Yim is Mia Yim. Um Who else? Uh, Punishment is, Martinez. Punishment Martinez. There's a big tall dude. Um big tall black dude I saw. Um Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. Um Brit Baker, well, Brit Baker, I don't think she's a part of. You she know, was in that the picture. Culture. She was in. Yeah, but Britt Baker is there. Um, she got hurt, uh, in a match in NXT that they came on, so she hurt her shoulder, so she'll be out for a few months. Um, so hopefully we see her back. But uh, yo, man, um, we saw Keith Lee on TV rather soon. Do you think we're gonna see like Matt Riddle, and Mia Yim, and all you know? This new class, we gonna see them just as
1: fast. Matt Riddle's definitely going fast. Matt Riddle is gonna be at, without a doubt, he'll be at NXT TakeOver uh, War Games. I would love to see a, a Keith Lee Chompa kind of program. I, I would love to see that too. I, I'm telling, I'm saying it now. Matt Riddle is gonna face uh, Cassius Ono. Oh, okay, that could be interesting. Cass- Cassius Ono has been hinting at it for weeks. You know, he had the whole uh, promo. What, the shiny new toy?
0: The shiny new toy
1: promo, whatever? Yeah, exactly. The promo where he's always talking about that new guy that comes over and takes NXT by storm, and, you know, there's always the new guy that's supposed to come and da-da-da. That guy is Matt Riddle right now. <laughs> like, so, if you're saying that you're gonna come and, uh, you know, put hands on whoever that new guy is, you're you're gonna put hands on Matt Riddle. <laughs> okay
0: so um yo impact bound for glory happened and uh they they definitely put on a show um it was definitely pretty good man the the uh the ogs against lax match was crazy um there was like a dragon Ball Z which something with sue young and and roseman that shit was crazy. They had like Did fucking you watch Dragon Ball energy coming from their hands. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that that shit was. Um, my my Sharon mama, my Sharon mama, Tessa Blanchett, she retained. Um, but that's not that's not a, the big story. Out of bound for glory. about um, the big story coming. was a uh, the finish of Austin Aries and um. Johnny Impact's championship title match, which Johnny Impact won with the Starship Pain, but Austin Aries did the completely no soul to finish. in the finisher got him as soon as the music hit, flicked off Don Callis and the announcing crew, flicked off the fans and watched off. So is it a shoot or is it a work, 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 work? Work, 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 work,
1: work, 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 if it if it is a work, it's a stupid work. If it's not a work, it's just for the proof that Austin Aries is a dick.
0: If y'all want to know anything crazy, if y'all want to know the inside of the, of how small and how weird, or whatever this man Austin Aries
1: is, I, I just he I think, I, I, up, at this point, right? bro, it's like controversy seems to follow him wherever he goes, and at this point it kind of masks his talent. You don't give Zelina Vega no promise ring, bro.
0: You put a ring on that. Like, um, maybe um Elsa Black might do.
1: Yeah, I don't even know how that
0: happened, but... Are they still together? Do people even know about that? They don't know.
1: Yeah. Oh, y'all don't know? Y'all don't know. Yeah. Alistair so, Black is the Lena Vega Date. Dream what? matches. You know, we were talking about dream matches earlier. Okay. Kenny Omega and Seth Rollins. Um, is that a dream match? i would pay to see it. I would too. I Honestly, I would love to see that. The Battle of the V Triggers.
0: Uh, <laughs> the ripcord knee against the
1: beat yeah, trigger. Exactly. The, the, the well, damn, what was the proper name for that shit what was, I, I, I gotta look that shit up.
0: I don't know what what the hell they call it, man. But
1: um, it,
0: it, it's gonna be a good match, man. If they ever did it, um, what CJ's talking about. And so I was eating some cheese cheeses, white cheddar, is the the shit,
1: fire, um,
0: cheeses of all time. Facts. Somebody was uh talking to um I think was it Kenny Omega or was it Seth Rollins about it? About what they would want and um I'm sorry, I had to I had to what you call it up. I had the the thing. But um I don't have it. But they were talking about this one thing with um with Seth Rollins, and they asked him how he felt about it, and then apparently they seem like they're both
1: down with this. I mean, if he was to make it happen, please, God, make it a- happen. Kenny Omega said, "He, yo, Seth
0: put it out there, man. He said, I'm the best wrestler in the world, and I want to prove that against Kenny Omega. I mean, and then Kenny Omega, and re- then Kenny Omega responded on Twitter with, uh, "That's an exciting proposal. Now, now if only there was an appropriate venue for such a historic clash." WrestleMania. But then Champa said that he wanted a triple threat against his, both of them. I saw that. He said, "That's adorable. The winner can face me, the best wrestler in the world, versus the greatest sports entertainer of all time." Somebody let Rollins and Omega know.
1: I love how Champa throws, he throws his hat into these Get. different, different rivalries and shit. It's funny.
0: Who you got going over in that match? Omega uh, or what you call it? A big match, Seth. Big match, Kobe.
1: I mean, I. I think I got to go with us. I think I gotta go with Seth. And I you know what's
0: they probably I, do a finish that they probably do a finish that would protect both of them.
1: I, I mean you kinda have to, but if you look at it, like Kenny Omega is is one of the best in the world. Seth Rollins is one of the best in the world. It really no question. It would really come down to like their repertoire of moves and that move pool is just a little bit deeper than Kenny Omega's. Hmm. I, I Like, yeah. like you know, we're always talking about, especially in Suplex City and all of these different chats and online and Twitter and all of this stuff, we're always talking about technical matches. Like, you know, technical matches are last of a dying breed. We don't we don't really right. ever see technical matches anymore. Kenny Omega versus Seth Rollins would be a technical masterpiece.
0: Yeah, that would be cool. Like even um Omega and Jericho were super technical. So exactly,
1: to speak. Like, but this is what I'm saying. Like, yo, people fail to realize that Seth Rollins is actually a lot better of a technical wrestler than he gets credit for. I don't have a problem saying that. I mean, look at look at look at his general move pool. Look at how he executes these moves. It's it's one, it's unique. Two, he's executing these moves damn near flawlessly. The only move that I've ever seen him execute that I was like hey, could be better is the pedigree. And that's because it's not his finisher.
0: Yeah. Um him doing the superplex into the falcon arrow like it, it still amazes me every time I see it what the I superplex just, into the suplex no the superplex into the falcon oh, arrow that's yeah, what the I'm talking about into the falcon arrow yeah like that it that's amazing every time I see it like crazy and it's gonna be a good match no matter how it goes so um I, I mean I'm just if they it happen, but damn it book it man book it Speaking of Seth Rollins, man, Seth Rollins is in the um the WD, WWE World Cup at Crown Jewel. should it happen, but I want to know how did we let um the WWE whitewash a whole World Cup, um whatever. Whitewash what? The you know the, they're having a the little World Cup match, um, invitational matches. They have the matches at the what you call it at right. Crown Jewel. How do we let them whitewash that? Um, because it's number white folk in the, in these matches.
1: Well, I mean, we haven't had a WWE champion still, so.
0: No, hold up. Let me. Let me look at this. Uh, because Rusev has something to say about it.
1: Yeah, he said. Uh, um, he said, if it's all Americans, does it become the WWE US Open? The US Open,
0: <laughs> <laughs> right?
1: And, like, yo,
0: he has. He has a point. Um, I'm still trying to find what you call it. Here we go. The field of eight for the tournament to determine the best in the world, according to WWE, is going to be John Cena. Kurt Angle Randy Orton Jeff Hardy The Miz Seth Rollins Dolph Ziggler and Rey Mysterio representing Mexico
1: the only ones that should probably really be in that match are Seth Rollins Ziggler and Rey Mysterio
0: <laughs> yeah
1: Kurt Angle, Kurt Angle is old and washed up. John Cena is old and it's, washed
0: up. Yeah, man. Jeff Hardy is I, I old just... and washed up. Yeah, man. They just they they whitewashed that man. Come on, man. They... Yeah. Like if we
1: were if we were if we were naming the best wrestlers in the world right now, would you be okay with me saying John Cena?
0: What do you say? Huh?
1: What I said, said? If we were naming the best wrestlers, would you be okay with me saying John Cena? You can say that. You there? You can say that. Yeah. Can yeah, hear I hear you? Yeah, you can say that. You, you would be okay with saying John Cena is the best wrestler in the world right now?
0: No, I don't, I'm not saying he's the best wrestler in the world, but
1: like the way you mentioned it would I like he's the face but, I, but this is the thing it's a, it's an open cup for the best wrestler in the world. Now we're not talking about the best superstar. If they were saying the best superstar then this would seem a lot more appropriate. These guys are superstars. I'm talking about Motherfuckers who go in there, do moves, technical, like, uh, that, that that kind of wrestler. The only wrestlers in this whole thing are Remember Seth Serial. Rollins, Rey Mysterio, and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. You guys are superstars. Could be wrestlers. Yeah. You have wrestling matches, but they're superstars for the most part. And that's the thing there's a difference between being a WWE superstar and being a wrestler. That's why Vince wants you to refer to them as superstars on TV and not wrestlers. They never Ah. say, Oh, the wrestlers are coming down to the ring anymore. They say the talent is coming down to the ring. Oh, the superstar. It's very different. So with them advertising this as a cup to see, Who's the best wrestler in the world? Very different. Very okay. different.
0: It's a difference between and it superstars and wrestlers is a difference between metaphors and real raps. I exactly. Exactly. I got you, man. Um so should Batista and Triple H happen at um, WrestleMania? Just wanted to
1: ask you, you know, what's your thoughts on that?
0: Because, you know, he kind of called him out. Who, Batista? I just want to know how you thought about that. Yeah. I'm with
1: that. I can't lie. I, I'm, I'm here for Batista versus Triple H1 last time at WrestleMania. Okay. I feel like a, Batista got a lot of hate his last run. And that was solely because of the Daniel Like, Daniel Bryan was so over. That like they didn't even give a damn that Batista was there. They're like, yeah, fuck, fuck Batista. Just make Daniel Bryan champion. But people fail to realize that Batista, Batista was that dude for a long time, you know. Especially, yeah, especially man. when it comes to SmackDown. You gotta, you gotta also realize that at he helped, he helped build the blue brand. He definitely did. You, you got, you know what it is, I, and and this is the this is part of the things that are, like, one of the things that are frustrating. People always say, oh, well, you know, WWE was uh, John Cena and Randy Orton for a long time, and it was just them two. My man, at one point, it was just John Cena and Batista. Right. They, those were the only two guys that were, like, always at the top. And John Cena was at the top of Raw, and Batista was at the top on SmackDown. And then they would switch, and John Cena would be at the so, top on SmackDown, and Batista would be at the top on Raw. So I'm, I'm asking you, do you want to see Triple H and Batista? I, I, I want to see that.
0: Okay. All right.
1: Especially with the so, whole um, you know, evolution, you've never beat me kind of, yeah, that, that shit was dope.
0: Yeah, that was a great dig, because even I, I didn't even remember, I didn't remember that. And when I was reminded, I was like, yo, that's true. A Lot of big boy talk, man. A lot of big boy talk. Right. They they could make that happen. I, I think that that'd be kind of cool, man. That'd be kind of cool. Um let's shift gears out of wrestling. You know, enough wrestling talk. Let's let's, let's get into the culture. Let's do it. Let's get into the culture. <laughs> now, um, if you like us, like like me and CJ, you know, we'd call ourselves, you know, people of, you know, we know our shit when it comes to music. So uh, one of the things that uh, if you would know, you would know certain things like uh, the song called Ham. not Yeah, Ham. Hard as a motherfucker. Big song in history, right? What'd would, would, would you say? We watched the throne? That was a that was big thing, right? Yeah. So um, Lex Luger helped produce that beat with Kanye West. And like Lex Luger was really supposed to be like that next guy. He was supposed to be that producer that was up. Um, But some things happened with him. And he had to, uh, he dealt with a lot of drug issues and a lot of other issues. He was being managed by uh, Walker Flocker's mom. Always kind of said that Walker's mom is, uh, you know her business style into, you know, legit. Right. So, um, Lex Luger felt that he was being a uh, blackballed because of this. And, um, I really don't understand why why he would say that. I just, I'm trying to, like, I feel like I want to go into like some what uh Kevin Hart said. Like you, you had the shot, you, you had this. <laughs> so you know why? Why would you? You know, um...
1: he had the shot.
0: Yeah, he says. You know, he said this, and I'm, I'm going to quote him. He said, "I feel like I've been blackballed from hip hop, not like any other genre, just hip hop music. Like, don't do that with him because he's this way or he's that way." I really don't know, but I would reach out to people and get a certain response or get no response at all. That's what niggas mean by black. Mm. He said he um he got, you know, he went to talk to Deb Antony, uh, which is Walker's mom. Um, people like, uh I guess he was beefed with Southside, a part of anyway Inouye Mafia who was blown up recently. And he said he made those wrong. he's righted those wrongs, you know, with those people. And he said, "I didn't believe I was blackballed, but I don't see that anymore. I just keep going." Now, Luga was once hospitalized for um, mental health evaluation, and he's battled with drug addiction. But he said he's sober now, um, and also he just put out a mixtape. Well, Currency put out a mixtape with him that he did the beats for, and that was a pretty dope uh, mixtape. Anyway, so I don't know, man. Uh, hopefully, Lex Luger, you know, uh, gets it together. Um, he makes great music. He made dope beats. Um, hope he gets it together, man. Uh, I'm cheering for him. Hope he's uh, he's right. all right. Um, a person who's doing all right right now is lma Ella, Ella She just released the album, and like everybody's going going ham. Um, I really haven't heard it in, in its entirety, but the tracks I've heard is dope. CJ, what do you think? Um,
1: I haven't heard it in its entirety either, but from what I've heard, I've heard a couple of records, and it sounds pretty good. Okay. I think uh I think um, she definitely better um keep Jaquez away from her fucking records though cuz he will remix every single one of them. I didn't like the other uh,
0: song she did with uh excuse me with Chris Brown. I thought it was kind of whack. Um but uh yeah, man. No. That that wasn't what I was looking for but from what I've heard the album is, is doing is pretty good. It's doing pretty good, man. So uh we going to I'm happy it's out. I'm happy she's doing a thing, man. Um, she's an incredibly dope artist, man. I love her. Um, she's dope. Trip is, even though you don't got trip no more, man. She's gonna have to let John Queens get that. That he he. That's wrong.
1: That <laughs> he does have the better version. He, he, <laughs>
0: that's his now. That's his now. You you still got boot up though. You still got boot up.
1: Yeah, boot up. Boot up is um, oh, no wait. Boot up is T pains, bro. <laughs> L.A. ain't got shit. Anyways, um,
0: <laughs> Kanye's in Africa, man. You fucking with Kanye in, Africa. With Kanye in get, Africa, Africa? I'm we... not
1: fucking with Kanye in Africa. I'm not fucking with Kanye in Asia. I'm not fucking with Kanye in Germany
0: or Europe. Kanye <laughs> recording. He's recording in Uganda. He got the outside studio. He giving kids Yeezys out here. You know, he's telling Kim, you know,
1: videotape him so he can rap. You know, um... My favorite picture that has surfaced is the one Big Sean is in that he looks like, like, what the fuck am I doing out here? He looked tired as fuck. <laughs> he looked he, he, like he, he was like, what he, the he, fuck am I doing out here?
0: That was probably that, too. I don't know, man. But ain't out there, Um, I, I just ain't too much I want to say about Kanye, man. Ain't too much, so I ain't going to say it. You know, I just ain't going to say it, man. Um, something that should not be said is the n-word, even though um, you hear me and uh, me and CJ say that quite a lot during the
1: the show. But you it's say, no hard ERs. It's always nigga. It's never a hard ER. Right. It's always an
0: A with love. Mm-hmm. Never a hard ER, but an A with love. Right. Um. So, Remy Ma has no problem with uh, her white friends calling her the N-word, you know, saying nigga. Um, I don't even want to read the uh, the quote because it's just like, all right, fam." <laughs> <laughs> is Papoose okay with this? That's... I don't know. <laughs> he probably is. I think he depends of the family anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think he's he good with that. I think he's good with that. Um, he gonna say nothing else to her. Um, but I'm happy she, you know, she's pregnant. But like, I just think that's just a little short sighted. It's just short sighted, right? I see what you're trying to say, but you just that's just short sighted.
1: Uh, do you have any uh, any thoughts on that, Seager? Um, I don't have so much thoughts on it. Only advice, and my advice being for all the white people. If you think it's okay to say this just because Remy Ma said that she thinks it's okay to say this, please beware that you still might get your ass whooped. I'm just throwing that out there. It's a total disclaimer. It's just friendly advice. If you think that it's okay to say the N-word in front of anybody, maybe even your own kind, please beware. And this is also a person who
0: said that 60 women lied. She also said that Bill Cosby was
1: it. Exactly. Like, you know, just just beware that ass might get whooped as a result. Tread lightly.
0: Yeah, man. Don't just don't don't mm-hmm. do that. Uh, like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, this is what she had, this is what she said. She said, when it comes to word nigga or nigger or niggas, or however you want to do it, I don't get offended regardless of how or what your nationality is if I don't feel like you're using it as a slur. I hear so frequently from people that are not just black people like Fat Joe. He's the black Spanish guy that I know on the planet Earth. And I've never questioned or felt a type of way or anything because he's not as brown to me or because he speaks Spanish or because he's Cuban. So she said she has seen black people use the word as a racial slur so it's okay with, so it's okay with, with people like Lil Xan who has said it to, to use it. She said if you want to respect uh, if you want other people to respect your culture or your race or your nationality or whatever you have to take that same responsibility You can't say, hey, if you look like me or you're this you can use it but if you look like this, you can't use it if you're against the word you have to be against the word all the way around the world and when somebody asked why can't something just be for us Remond replied because that's prejudice i mean, and and i'm I'm just saying. Uh, there is a historical context and attachment to that word that means something, and we can't ignore that. So no one should. It was once weaponized against us, and it was used to demean us and identify as less as lesser than. So while there are some that would argue that those reasons are none of the reasons, my position is that direct not unlike the way women would probably use the word bitch or hoe. Like they refer to themselves. You well, feel me? Like it's a marker. It's symbolic of a shared history that people outside can't relate. You 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 know, if you're not black, you don't, don't understand that. And that's evidenced by white people or people it's evidenced by the fact that they even want to use that word in the first place. Like I'm sorry, like, I, if, if that makes me prejudiced by saying that I don't see my brother CJ as black because he used the word or whatever, like, I feel like he's shared that culture to where Puerto Ricans have been discriminated against. You feel me? He's, is that shared culture. You've shared right. that culture, you've also been discriminated against. You've also, you know, been treated as less than. So you know what that's like. So you can use that word. Now there might be white people out there. Um
1: like, well, what about the Jews? I don't know. But you know what it is also? Uh, and I think But people, I'm just gonna say no. I think people tend like realize Spanish people are a descendant of black people anyway.
0: I'm just gonna say this. I don't want non black people using the N word and I'm tired of girls calling themselves bitches and hoes, but getting mad when we call them
1: a right. bitch or a hoe.
0: I just don't like calling girls bitches anyway. It's it's like what Drake said. I hate calling the girls bitches, but the bitches love you. <laughs> you feel me? Right. Speaking of things that Drake has said, one, 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 one.
1: Showdown time. Showdown time, man! You didn't want to take a break, so <laughs> I don't want to take no break for this one.
0: I, I want to get—I I want to get straight into the nitty good. Okay, so last week on um, HBO's The Shop, new LeBron show, where you know people live out Kanye West lines. People talk about me so much they forget to get their hair cut. But I'm, I'm sorry. I do use it. Anyway, they talk in this barbershop and they talk about social issues. They talk about a lot of issues that's going on. And this week, they had Drizzy on there. Drizzy was out there talking to the Maverick and LeBron, and LeBron was, you know, being the big brother slash daddy figure, like you know, letting his man get his, you know, get what he had to say out. But if you looked at it. In my point of view, I thought that it was a very, very, very skewed narrative. Almost biased. Um, and then was it yesterday? Because today is Thursday, so yesterday was Wednesday. Um, on the Joe Budden show, Joe Budden shocked the world by dropping an interview with Pushy T. And oh, did we get the juiciness from Pushy T. He revealed that, it, that, one, it was not Kanye, but actually 40, who let people know Drake had a kid out here in these streets. He also said that um, while he was out there from the 1st to the 7th, after he left, Kanye had Drake out there, 8th, from whatever. They never saw each other. They never, Whatever. There's never any interaction between them because, as my man Pusher said, Pusher said, I'm not neutral. I don't play neutral. I can't play neutral. So, what do you think, CJ? Defend your boy, man. Define your boy.
1: I mean, um, I'm going to say this. One, I may be misinformed on related to the Pusher T podcast. Why? Because I didn't listen to that shit. I uh, that shit was three hours and some chain and I could do a lot. Awesome interview. Uh, it was awesome. I interview. could do a lot with it. see it and awesome. that's the difference. That's that's I, like that's my stance on the whole thing. That was Drake's man, I sip some I sip some cappuccino
0: and I smoked weed while it. that awesome. now let me say let, let, let me let me say something my stance on it. To be in California sipping cappuccino, listening to Joe Budden and Pusha T talk about Drake. Listen, amazing. listen, listen, listen,
1: listen, listen, listen. The proof is in the pudding. Like, this is Drake's first time coming out and saying his side of the story and saying what how he feels and what his thoughts are and he feels happens and all of that stuff. And the entire thing was 13 minutes. 13 minutes. Pusha T sat a lot of chopped up shit. Wait a minute, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because even with it being chopped up, all we saw was 13 minutes. Pusha T sat there with Joe Budden, who had his own issues with Drake in the past, and spoke about shit for three hours.
0: It wasn't like the whole interview was about Drake for three hours. No, they touched on a lot of shit, bro. But they bro, talked about they, they talked about the seven albums. Was, was, the, was the, the Drake shit
1: over an hour?
0: It wasn't over an hour. I'll say I'll say it was an
1: hour. Yo, an hour and a half—that's fucking crazy. Yo, you do 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 you understand that that's a whole episode of two dope smarts where you're just talking about Drake?
0: Okay. We're getting to defending this nigga. Like, what, it,
1: what are you, you know talking it, about? It's, so, it's not... It's, I don't feel like I have to defend Drake. Are you trying to pull the whole Mariah Carey angle while you so obsessed with me type shit? Because that's why I feel like you're trying no, to no, do. no, 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 no. That's not what I'm trying to pull. At this point, I don't have to defend Drake. At the end of the day, it T feels like he won. You didn't win anything.
0: See, this is what I'm thinking. See, you're one of those people... Who looks at numbers no, no, even, even, yo, bro, as even, like
1: even no no no
0: no 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 hold on hold on you you look at you look at numbers because earlier yesterday you were talking about he's number one for these many weeks and all these numbers he's outsold this he's done that this is my thing this is why I I believe pushing considers this a win one I made you go outside your whole character of who you are how how. How one let's not forget, Drake was once the bully who fucking hammered Meek Mill into submission with back to back. Well, with charged up and back to back, right? The psychological, the psychological shit of back of back of the whole recording of back to back that people don't know about is that this man flew to fucking Philly or wherever, fucking. Um, no. Meek Mill flew to Toronto to do a concert. Drake took it upon himself to go to the hotel in Toronto where Meek was staying and recorded the song right next door, and put the and put the speakers to the wall so he could hear it the whole time. See, and that's the- let's not forget this is let's not forget this is also the man who made fun of a person's mental health. Yo. So when Drake has been the bully, the big nigga on the block. Wait, 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 long- wait, 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 yeah.
1: wait. Wait, wait, He also wait. sung the fuck out of con Wait, wait, wait. Okay, come on, what's up? For you to say Drake has been the bully is inaccurate. I'm gonna tell you why. Drake had a relationship with Meek Mill prior to that happening. Drake had a relationship with Kid Cudi prior to that happening. Drake never had a fucking relationship with Pusha T. Guess he did. What was his relationship with Pusha T? Said
0: so that Pusha T is one of his favorite
1: rappers, and he
0: actually bought a mic... He bought a microphone
1: with an autograph of Pusha T that was fantastic. that was before he was even on. I'm talking about like after he became. A well known rapper. It doesn't matter. Has- it doesn't matter when he was on. All- it doesn't matter if you're in the Indies or you're in the league. The two of them have had contact with each other. No, they haven't, bro. Pusha yeah. T always put ever since Drake came out, Pusha T always been coming after his neck. Always. And that's the point. It's like, yo, no. Pusha, yo Pusha dedicates more time to Drake and dissing Young Money and Lil Wayne in them than he does to anything else in his career.
0: You got okay, so you don't think that. So okay, so if you believe that Wayne did not steal any ounce of swag from fucking the clips, as far as Bape, I'm
1: sorry, what was all that that
0: talk? I said if you think that Wayne did not steal a morsel, anything from the clips, you're fucking I don't think
1: think that Wayne didn't steal swag from the clips. No, I don't think that that's. I think very much so. He probably did steal some of their swag or whatever. I don't think it's worth dissing a motherfucker for ten years over. If a nigga comes out Put right this, now, perfect example. Perfect example. Perfect example. Also, there's a, there's no, wait a, a minute.
0: Because push it, no, push it went after Wayne because you're not living like your raps. You're not living your raps, bro. You're not really your a blood out st- here.
1: You're, do you believe that Wayne's the blood? Do you really believe that Wayne's out here banging? Who, Wayne? I definitely believe Wayne is the blood. How? When on the fucking bling bling video, he was banging fucking crap. Bro, That how many niggas we seen set trip and go to different games? If Wayne's the blood, do you think that he would be okay with niggas like Game and YG? If, my thing is, if we,
0: if we gonna go harder, for being a blood, for being a blood now, but chilling with the Crips back then, then, we gotta do the same thing to Wayne. Well, hold on, you're breaking up, bro. I couldn't even hear half your point right there. I'm saying if we if we're going hard on six nine, for saying oh you can't be a blood and then before being Crip, we we also gotta hold Wayne to those same standards. Um. You
1: hear me? Bro, it, it happens more often than people think. That's the crazy part. My point, my, my point, okay. Is so, this. Th- so, that's what I'm saying. We can't, we can't, that's what I'm saying.
0: Even though it happens more often than not, we can't keep moving the goalposts for these niggas for certain niggas because we with them. Yeah, I love Wayne. I think Cartoon is one of the like one of the best albums that's ever been put out, but I still think that. You you false claim. I still think that you're not a you you, you want studio bro man, I don't think you really. Follow. Bro,
1: let me let me let me say this. Let me say this. If if the narrative you're trying to stand on is the fact that Pusha T called out Wayne and Drake and all of them for not living what they're saying in their raps, that makes Pusha T even more of a hypocrite. And I'm gonna tell you why. Because you how I'm gonna tell you, how? Gonna tell you how? Why. how how because
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you F- why
1: because because Push no have been saying that yo. Wayne's getting raped on his contract. I'm going to tell you how. I'm going to tell you is, how a you how raped you him. More of hypocrite money. and a bitch-ass nigga, if anything. Because one... How? Those situations have nothing to do with you. That's another man's pockets. Why are you even paying attention to their situation? And two, you siding with somebody who's openly a Trump supporter. So you, as a black man, who isn't a Trump supporter, should have a problem. Nah, and if see, anything, that's your man, nigga. hold that, up. Before... Before I worry about something that's going on with an enemy of two dope smarks, if Seti goes and joins a gang that I don't like, I'm gonna check Seti first. Why? Because that's at my. Own. It's like why are checking is, Kanye? West see, that's the why
0: you. That's why you need to listen to the. That's why you need to listen to Joe Budden podcast because he would tell you how he has checked what you are calling about that, bro. Shit. He bro, has, he
1: hasn't checked Kanye, and I'm gonna tell you why because he still let Kanye produce his album. He still let Kanye call all the shots. If I'm checking a nigga, I'm not going to... Yo, bro, you're not going to sit here and produce my album and tell me what the decisions to make and all of that and you standing up for something that I don't believe in. Especially something that's affecting black people in general. That's like that's like if somebody was to come right now, right? And they say, we're going to give you this big-ass contract. All you got to do is wear a Make America Great Again hat. Are you still going to stand with me or are you going to pull me to the side and be like, yo, see... I can't fuck
0: with. Of course, I, t- I of course I put it, it to the side, but that's not working. But the point, bro. that's about. the point. It's like, yo, you still okay? You this still was, all right. With so, the nigga. Like, all right. So, so okay. So, if push it to is still standing next to fucking Kanye, it, yo, honestly. That, so what about so what about Drake in the blackface? Drake explained how, how all you that already. It, uh for real, a note, a paragraph he, on on the note. Him tab? going
1: into blackface was for a campaign. It's the same reason why most dev did it. It's the same reason why a couple other artists did it.
0: And that's no excuse for it neither. Most, De- that most was- dev did that. Mo- Wait a minute. The difference between that and what most dev did most dev did this in a fucking movie. Listen, a Spike listen, Lee movie. It's listen, not like listen, most Def said, I'm going to put blackface on. He did this because the script told him, This is what we're doing. We're making fun of. Black programming
1: like BET and how Bro, white people got us like like white people like Viacom the Drake the Drake the jive. Drake wearing blackface shit it definitely shows two images one where he
0: so that doesn't one make you where... angry seeing see
1: some seeing him with that blackface on that don't not make you angry what do you, what do you mean like no it definitely shows the picture where there's one where he's smiling and one where he's sad and there was a whole campaign behind that. Now, does it make that right? No. Does it make it acceptable? No. Does it, you know what I'm saying? And there's nobody here saying that that's co-signed. Drake received backlash off of that. That's neither here nor there.
0: The but point if, being, push. If, if Drake to get no backlash from that. We, we talked about it for like a day and a half, and then we swept that shit under the rug of the score, bro.
1: If you let Pusha T talk, that me. shit was
0: that shit was if you, if you that let, shit was all swept that shit was all swept under the rug. let under the, the rug by who, T, bro? The, do you love me?
1: Are you riding? They're like, man, fuck that blackface photo. But slept uh, swept under the rug by who? End of the day. If you by us. By but, us but the fans. By this us. Now, now by us contradicting the people. If you let Pusha T tell it the nigga put a dent in Drake's armor, and he's saying that, you know, everybody's saying that it changed his his good boy image and you know it did all of this damage. Where's the damage? If if and this is the point you did all of that to do nothing. So how did you win? You put out pictures because of this man. In black. What? Listen, hold up, come on now, come on now.
0: Drake calls himself a boss. He, you had for real. So like you got to have somebody like Jay Prince tell you, nah man, don't do that.
1: No, nah. bro. You know how many Jay young Prince? artists look up to Drake? and people Drake has helped put on and at the end of the day Drake calling himself a boss but there's a, but there's also a, a same number
0: there's also a same number of people who say like hey Drake has done a lot that people say Drake is, has taken some of their style and dipped off on niggas said the same thing about Jay-Z but we're not talking about Jay Z. We're not talking about Jay Z. But this is what
1: I'm saying. This is, we're this about is Drake. what I'm saying. Even talking about Drake, bro. All of these things. you the, deflected you to another no, nigga. Bro, you're def- bro. That just no. That's just part of the game, nigga. How many niggas have said, oh, uh, you know, fucking Diddy used to take niggas records and dip off. Jay used to take niggas records and dip off. Nigga, even Pac got it. Diddy is a, even Diddy Pop- is an executive. Of course, we his. Sell public
0: his take publishing for millions and so you bro know.
1: even even pop so, got accused like, of taking on. niggas records and dipped off. This is what I'm saying. Everybody who's great eventually gets accused of something. That's needless to say, neither here nor there. At the end of the day, Pusha T didn't win anything really from this whole ordeal. If anything, he made himself look like it. yeah. He had to have somebody else step in. Nobody stepped in to push and
0: like yo, you can't do that. No, don't do this. No, 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 stop. A whole other man who pretty much didn't have nothing to do with any of this. Jay
1: Prince name wasn't brought up in the. Bro, Jay shit. Prince is Jay Prince is, Prince Jay-, was, name was- Jay Prince is Drake's big homie, nigga. Everybody knows that. Everybody who follows Drake's career know that Jay Prince is his big homie. That's been ever since, ever since so far gone, and even before that.
0: Don't so get this know, confused. It's not Jay Prince. It's Jazz Prince. Jay Prince. Jay Jay Prince is jazz. jazz Prince. No, he's not. Jay Jazz Prince is Jay Prince's son. Jay Prince
1: Jr. is his son. Which is Jazz, bro. Both of them niggas, nigga. Both. both. It, it, it's it, honestly mentioning his son and him is like the same. Both of them niggas. Them niggas like. No, it's not. No, it, it is not the same.
0: No, 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 no. Jazz, no, Jazz Prince is not J. Prince, bro. Jazz Prince is J. Prince's son. Bro, exactly.
1: Living living off his dad's fame. Bro, J. Prince is Drake's big homie. What else has Jazz
0: Prince done other than introduce Drake to Wayne? What happened? What else has Jazz Prince done other than introduce Drake to Wayne?
1: that I don't know. That's behind the scenes shit. Nobody knows, but
0: we all know a lot of behind the shit shit that Push has done, bro. Let me tell Push you something. Let me say I'm loving Niggas. it. Push it wrote, I'm loving Niggas. it. Push it wrote, We are the meat from Arby's. He owns sixty percent of Arby's pub of the whole Arby's publishing as far as his commercial shit. He's still getting paid for uh, up 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 I'm loving it. This nigga is the head of Adidas. Who? Push the T? Yes. President of president of good music. Like, don't act like You break it. You break he's it. Not
1: I, doing I can't even nothing. hear what I I'm can't sorry. even hear the rant you're can, going on. Can you hear now? Yeah, I hear you now. Yo. I can hear you now. All right. Like I was saying.
0: Drake, what happened with Drake is that Drake felt like he could drop Duppy, that Duppy mm-hmm. freestyle, and just brush, it just brushed him off. Boom. But when Storm out, it was a haymaker. And Drake didn't know how to he didn't know how to bounce back from that. He didn't know how to, he didn't know like, like you come on now. When Meek Mill was dropping those, like those war pain or war cry, or whatever, those four for fours or whatever. Drake was out here laughing. Drake was out here doing his thing, whatever. He didn't care. But when story of on dropped, you saw you, you saw the shift. You felt the shift. Like, yo, somebody just threw a rock and hit the bully. Like he did. He had him, he had him active, he had him talking to him. He had him reacting different. Even if you don't want, even if you don't think that he didn't, he did, man. I'm telling you. We can debate this here, nor the, we can debate this here, now, forever, all types of shit. But I definitely, I don't, I just feel like, I don't even know if there's a war won. But
1: as far as the battle, yeah, push it one that, bro. I'm, I'm going to say this, bro. At the end of the day, all Pusha T really made himself look like, in my eyes, is an overly obsessed, an overly obsessed person. No, and you can't say that because because okay, no no no, but but ask me this: why okay why
0: would why would Drake talk about that on a show like like The Shop, bro?
1: He didn't have to talk about that. He's it was his his that first, It was his first him. time talking about it. Pusha T has like eighty five interviews already about this shit. No, he's only had one interview, and that was on Breakfast Bro, Club. Bro, he has numerous issue, numerous interviews that you could YouTube right now about the whole Drake shit. I already did it. He only had one interview, and
0: that was on that was on Breakfast Club. Bro, I, that was I only on Breakfast I Club,
1: and and op- all he said, and all he said about that was like, if he wants to keep going, we can keep going. I'm opening. I'm, That's all he I'm said. I'm opening my YouTube app right now. All I typed was Push Your T interview. You ready? Okay. You got the Breakfast Club interview. There's another Breakfast Club interview from a week ago. There's a Power 106 Los Angeles interview. There's a Big Boy TV interview. There's a Hot 97 interview. There's an interview with Millennial Madness, who I don't even know what outlet that is, where Pusha T says that Drake was never built for war. He has two. Uh, he has one with Funk Flex and one with the Morning Show. He has an episode of Drink Champs on Revolt TV where he talks about it. Angie Martinez TV show, Breakfast Club on Power One. Like he, this guy has, bro. He has more interviews about this than he actually does about Daytona. So. That justifies me saying that Pusha T made himself look even more obsessed than he already did into this event. It's been 10 years, bro. You dissing Drake, you dissing Wayne. Oh, oh wait, 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 wait. Let me finish cooking. You dissing them over supposedly Wayne stealing your, your swag from back in the days and da-da-da. Like, yo, bro, who talks about beef with a nigga for 10 years? Nobody. Nobody does that. And nobody, and personally, a guy like me, I don't even think that's cool. Jay Z and Fat Joe had beef for
0: for years, until until um um all the way up came out.
1: Who? Jay Z and Fat Joe had beef for years. Jay Z and Beef had Jay Z and Fat Joe had beef for years. You want us the difference? Fat Joe didn't make ten years worth of records dissing Jay Z. Jay Z didn't make ten years worth of records dissing Fat Joe. There's not 85 interviews from neither of them niggas talking about the other one. Like that's that's not that's not what what t- okay
0: okay. Now I'll say Exodus Exodus 23:1. That's that's one. Um, what else? Uh, for me from fear of God. That's another.
1: But anything huh? else where he's and bro, how, how saying- many disc records do they have on those reup game mixtapes, bro? Let's get into it, nigga. To Wayne? We even, to we Wayne? yes, nigga. We even talking about Mister Me Too, nigga. No, we gotta not but we not talking about Wayne. We talking about Drake, bro, but you you only dissing Drake because he's Wayne's artist. If Drake was anybody else's artist, nigga would have never mentioned Drake. I don't think so. What happened? I don't think so, bro. If Drake wasn't, if Drake wasn't Wayne's artist. So. Bro, if Drake wasn't Wayne's artist and wasn't affiliated with Cash Money, then nigga would have never spoke about him, bro. Ever. Nah, man. Nah. And again, bro, this is this is you know what I'm saying? This is not just Pusha has done this shit not only with Drake. He just did it with Drake on a bigger scale. The nigga's been riding Wayne's nutsack for years, bro. Years, nigga.
0: Bro,
1: no, he years has been, that he's been doing this already. It's just nobody called It's been it's been years that he's been letting us bro. know that
0: Reigns been getting bro, Wayne's just, been getting raped. Just, and as soon as soon as babies and as soon as Rick Ross said something with idols before rivals or whatever, Ross said and "Oh my gosh, Wayne is really getting raped out of here, bro, Wayne really, bro. Wayne is really getting no money." But Push has been saying this for years. Bro. He's been saying this for
1: years. And Rick Ross Bro, you and w- Rick Ross has nothing to do with that either, Bro, exactly. Nigga, nigga, Rick, Ross, Rick Ross got nothing to do with that situation the same way Pusha don't got nothing to do with that situation.
0: So why is so why does Baby say something about about that and it's not Why does Baby say what? But if Push says something, but if push if Pusha says that, he's on Wayne's dick. But if Rick
1: Ross says it. Oh, he's defending No, Wayne. nobody said that Ross was no. defending Wayne. And even still, even still, Ross has more to do with the situation than Pusha does. Ross was signed to cash money. No, he wasn't. Was he not? He was signed to slip and slide. He was never signed to Ross cash money. Ross was signed to cash money, bro. You can Wikipedia this shit right never,
0: now. Never. Never do it bro, right now.
1: And Ross was, Ross was to, Ross was signed to cash money, bro. Said he...
0: you're gonna you're gonna feel really
1: crazy. Hold on bro, I'm I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, prepare to feel crazy. Former cash money artist. Uh why don't
0: you just look up why don't you just Roberts worked as a correctional officer for 18 months from December 1995 until June 97. In his early he- years at Swab House Records, Roberts initially made the debut under the name Teflon the Don. In the mid 2000s, he changed his name to Roberts. As inside the Swab House, he eventually signed a deal with Slip and Slide, which has been under the Def Jam label since 2006. While signing Slip and Slide, Roberts toured with Trick Daddy and made guest performances on other Slip and Slide albums.
1: Nothing to do with it. Hold on. Because I definitely remember reading that. And even still. (laughs) Oh my God. We got picked. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm looking it up right now, actually.
0: Come on, man.
1: You're not gonna see it. He was never signed to, the cash money. Nah, I definitely remember reading that somewhere. But even if he wasn't, where? Even if he wasn't, for sake of argument, I'ma let I'ma let you say that even if he wasn't, he would be a dick rider nigga too at that point. You wanna know why? These niggas are speaking Whoa. on. <laughs> you want to know why these niggas are speaking on situations that have nothing to do with them? That's like, that's like. Well, we got pigs. We, yeah, we got into the shit like that. You know what? That Rick Ross is. A you want to know why? You want to know why? I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why right now. When a man is in a situation with another man, right, like two men fighting or whatever the case may be. If another man comes in the situation and punches one of them, what would you label that man as? What? If two men are fighting right now and a third man comes and punches one of the men, is that a sucker move or is that a gangster move? Who's the third man riding with? It doesn't matter who he's riding with. If he comes right now, if two random men are fighting and a third man comes and punches one of the men, is he a sucker or is he a gangster? I I think he's a gangster because why the hell did he just come out of nowhere and just start hitting niggas? Nah, he's For a what? sucker. For what you want to know why? He's a sucker. You you want to know why he's a sucker? Because that was a straight up fight between two men and they had nothing to do with him. My nigga, if you get into a the fight, same, I'm, throw, I'm throwing. The same, the same, no, no. This is the same way how these situations had nothing to do with Pusher, and it's not like he spoke about it once. Or gave his insight about it in an interview. The nigga's been holding on to it for ten years, bro. Literally wow. every body of work associated with Pusha T's name has a disc record to these men about it. No,
0: it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because where,
1: right. where did he say anything about Wayne on on King Push? On um, on, on My Name Is
0: My Name. Where did he say anything about Wayne on My Name Is My Name?
1: Exodus was the first track of my name is my name is that, that was his first promo track
0: that was on a whole
1: different album that was a whole different mixtape it was on a mixtape before the album it was his it was part of his yeah promo. that was on
0: fear of God fear of
1: God is a mixtape and it's part of his promo for for my name is my name is it not no it wasn't part of the promo. Yes, it, it was, was. part of the promo
0: for the for the, the Fear of God project.
1: No, it was part of his promo for that album. Okay, CJ. This is what I'm All saying, right. bro. Like, yo, Push it, Pusha T it, has been doing this for numerous years already. Okay. It's, time to, it's time to... No, no, no. Let me finish. If he feels like he won, it's time to let it go. But you want to know what's going to happen? He's not going to let it go. This man I is gonna be huh? He's not he, what do you mean he's not gonna every time Drake brings he, up his name, it's like it's like he says it like
0: candy band. He says his name and then Pusha comes out knowing he, he said he's only
1: saying he's like he said, he only says something because he said something. Bro, nobody's gonna say nothing about Pusha T, and Pusha T is gonna have more to say about these niggas. How much you wanna bet? I bet you any amount of money. You know what? Here here, we're gonna make the bet right here on two smarts. You're not gonna hear anything about Pusha T. The next time Pusha T has anything to say about Drake or Wayne, Naj has to personally roll me a blunt and send that shit to me from Cali. I don't know, I don't care how he does it. He gotta send me a Cali blunt. You're
0: on. You're on.
1: <laughs> fair, I can do that. Fair enough. I can do that. I said the next time we hear anything about Drake or Wayne coming yeah, out of push I got you. Mouth, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You you gotta send me a Cali Blunt. I'll take that. I'll take that. Bet, bet we gotta we gotta bet. We gotta bet. All right, now do we have picks? Wait, what you got, man? Um I actually got a I actually got a pick that I heard on the radio and I think this song doesn't get as as much exposure as it should. It's 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 not our normal it's not our normal rap record or anything like that. It's, it's kind of a dope, like little, like R and B slash dance, little little ballad. Um, it's called "Remind Me to Forget." It's uh Kaigo and Miguel. Okay,
0: I mean we fucked with R and B. We play R and B on the goddamn show, man. Exactly. I,
1: I I thought I thought you know what I thought I was listening to the Smarts playlist and I'm like, yo, we got kind of a lot of rap on this. Like we got to kind of throw some variety out there and show them that. You know, Smarks is versatile, man. We got a lot of shit in these iTunes accounts. Yeah. Also, yes, yes. Um,
0: my pick. I've, I've, I'm I'm on some rapture right now. Um, I'm fucking with a uh, shot Glizzy. Um, give me a hit. That's my shit right. now. Last night, shouts out to my which boy one? Wavy. It's called uh, "Give Me a Hit," uh, from uh Shot Glizzy off his new album uh, "Fully Loaded,"
1: which is really. I really like that project. Um, yo, you know what? You got to start doing too, bro. You got to start putting the, the the intro songs in the description. Why? The song we open the show with. Should we? Why? No, I had people ask me like, "What song is that?" <laughs> oh, for real? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yo, again, if um,
0: experience of the show, when when you listen to it on the Anchor app, but. We created the smart list, which is the playlist of all of our picks and all of our sleepers. Um, we have the links um, for for title. We have the links for Apple Podcasts. And we have the links for Spotify. And we update these every show until the 21st show when we're fully legal. And that's when we drop into season two. Um, I'm really excited about season two. Season two, um, we got a lot more interviews. We got a lot of things up ahead. Um, so that's when season two starts.
1: Yo, I got something I want to shed some light on too real quick. So if New York City or the New York City area, or even if you're not in the New York City area, um, as you know, like it's been very cold and like winter came early up here. So I have a home girl of mine who's doing like, you know, a coat drive and like she's taking any any and all donations, um, you know, to help people who are less fortunate. Um I featured her her whole poster and everything on my instagram story uh if you want you can hit her up directly it's humbled haiti uh bit like that's her, like that's her instagram name Humbled haiti bit but um yeah you could just you know i don't want to spell it out i'm not that's i'm way too snack for all that shit but yeah you could go to my instagram story right now at cjnyc and um click on the link to her page you know get in contact with her any and all donations are welcome um definitely a good cause. So you know we always shed light on situations like that. Um to help the less fortunate. So
0: Okay. All right. Um I'll get further information from uh CJ and I'll put that in the link description in always, um, always In, our, always uh, good in bro. our in our episode description. So if y'all do have something y'all know how to reach it, we'll put that in the song that I play. That the with the show Right, I'll also put the links for all of those the smart list links. I'll put that also in there for title for Apple music, for Spotify as well, and like I said, we will update every show after every show you'll get right, right there um so yeah, man, another episode uh this was fun um lose I feel when you do lose. I'm going to figure out something really, really nice for you to do. (laughs) Oh, man. This was a good episode. This was a good episode, man. Um, Yo, man, like we always say, like we always do at this time, man, we always appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Thank you so much. Um, Yo, man, y'all know what it is. It's your boy, Naj. CJ, you missed a drop.
1: What happened? I didn't even get to hear you. You broke up.
0: Oh, my God. Holy hell. Did I miss
1: this? Your boy, CJ? Look. <sighs> All right, let's take that from the top. Let's take that from the top.
0: <laughs> like we always say, and like we always do it this time, this is your boy, Nas. This is your boy, CJ, signing off, man. Yeah, man. Roll with the winners. Locate your lighters. And always, 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 without a doubt, stay. Peace, how you fucking shit? Shit. <laughs>